Hello and welcome to One on One. We are so pleased that you've chosen Christian programming to be in your homes, and we are honored and blessed that you have chosen us, Buddy and Veronica McLaughlin, to come and to break the bread of life with you and bring the good news of the gospel. And yes, at these times, there is some awesome news that we can deliver to you each and every week, and it's the Word of God. That is the good news, is that we have the victory we have the power and the authority over all the things that come to oppress us. We have victory. Glory to God. Amen. God. It's, it's good yes. to know. And, and God, in that victory and in that rejoicing, God recently revealed to me something very special, that He laughs. God laughs because He has total victory, which yes. means that we have total victory. And I'll tell you of a situation that happened just recently. I got a call very early in the morning that um, one of my friends, her three-year-old daughter, woke up. She woke up, but she couldn't wake up her daughter. She was unresponsive, and she had called the ambulance. And we're thinking, what's going on with baby Hadley? So we began to pray, we began to intercede. I just began walking through my house. I got on my knees, I got back up, I started praying, and then I heard this laughter in my spirit. It caught me off guard, and I'm thinking, what is that? Is the enemy laughing? And Jesus is like, that's my laughter. I am laughing because when you have total victory, you rejoice and you laugh. Yes. And he said, I'm laughing because there is total victory. There was a peace that came over me that I knew that whatever was going on with Hadley, that she was going to be okay. Even in the ambulance, even going to the doctor, what was going on, the unknowns. How many times in our lives, these unknowns, we get these phone calls in the middle of the night, car accidents that our loved ones have been in or doctor's reports that we're sitting there and it's like a cannonball that just goes through us. You don't ever forget that feeling that you're sitting there. I remember sitting on the edge of an emergency room table and I thought I just had an ear infection because something was going on with my head and the emergency room doctor looking at me telling me that I had a mass in my brain. I mean, you never forget times like that, but I will never forget when in prayer, that laughter that I heard in my spirit, knowing that we have total victory. When you win, what do you do? You rejoice, you laugh. We knew that we had total victory. And that's when the Lord led me to the scripture that we know that when he was crucified, and you can just imagine the laughter of the enemy around that cross, the imps just dancing around saying, I've got him now. You know, I have the power over Jesus. I have the keys of hell and death and his laughter just roaring. But something happened special on that day when the last breath left Jesus's body and he said, it is finished. Then his spirit descended, the Bible tells us, in Ephesians 4 and 7. It says that his spirit descended into the lower parts of the earth. 
so that he could lead captivity captive. That means that the ones that had gone on before that were bound in that place called paradise. Let me read you the scripture. It says, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this he ascended, what does that mean? That he first descended into the lower parts of the earth, that he descended as the one who ascended far above the heavens, that he may fulfill all things. He descended into the very heart of the earth where there was captivity. There was a place called paradise and hell. They were two separate places. But Jesus hit the lower part of the earth laughing, declaring, I have total victory. I am rejoicing because when I come up out of here, I will have the keys of hell and death. And buddy, when I heard that laughter that day, I began laughing. I laughed and I laughed as I was getting ready that morning for work. I was laughing, getting ready. I knew that there was total victory. And I said, this has to be what Jesus felt like when he went to the very pit of hell and looking at all of those captives, the patriarchs and matriarchs that had been held captive in that place of paradise, that he's coming to say, I've come to set you free. We're raising up out of here. I want to tell you today, we're rising up from this place. We're coming from this hellish situation because Jesus gave us the keys of hell and death and there's laughter when there is victory. So I wanna tell somebody that today, wherever you are, just begin to laugh. Just let that laughter roll out of your spirit and say, I have victory because Jesus Christ gave me that victory 2,000 years ago. Hell and death could not keep him. He came up on the third day rattling the keys of hell and death. You know, you just answered a great mystery that I've had for quite a while. I can't remember where we were, but you were telling someone to laugh. Ha, 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 And I'm thinking, wow, well, she's gone <laughs> off her rocker. And I, of course, I didn't say anything because I knew that was spirit-led. So, uh, so today I have that revelation of where that came from because you... <laughs> I was telling them to laugh. I guess you got the, the last they part have of it. The, you have the, victory. have the victory. And I know sometimes Buddy does think I've gone off my rocker and things that I've done. <laughs> well, sometimes it just goes over my head. <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm it's laughter. Ha, ha, ha. You know, we read that, you know, God laughs over us. Yes. And there's another scripture that I'm going to read that he laughs when the plots of the enemy come because he knows that he has victory. But when we can laugh and say, Satan, you have no authority over us. Us. You have no power over us. And yes, baby Hadley was just fine. The only thing that they could find was that her blood sugar had dropped. She doesn't have diabetes. Something may have just happened overnight, but she came home playing perfectly well and hasn't been ill ever since. <laughs> it was an attack of the enemy for premature death over that baby. But we have authority over death, hell, and the grave, ha, 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 yes. because Jesus came up out of that grave. I believe he came up laughing. 
I'll never forget the laughter that I heard in my spirit that day. It changed me, buddy. So when I'm praying with people, many times I'll look at them and I'll say, you just need to go ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so that's what you heard. <laughs> but the wonderful thing is, is that when Jesus is in your situation, I don't care what that situation is, there is a peace and a joy. Sometimes there is laughter. Sometimes it's in here. Sometimes it's in here. It's not audible. But I'll tell you, just to be able to rejoice in having the Lord who changed the face of history when He descended and took the keys of hell, death, and the grave and brought them with Him and said, you know, your course of history has changed, Satan. You know, you may have some little, some little fun times and you may giggle a little bit, but we've got the last laugh. We've got the final joy and we're going to be able to, to use that each and every day. You know, in this situation, you, I mean, I would not think that laughter was, was the pill I was going to swallow when I'm praying for a young child who is unresponsive being rushed to the hospital. You know that's got to be the Spirit of God in you telling you that everything is okay. But you will never know that unless you reach in to that treasure chest that God gave us when Jesus went and took those keys of hell, death, and the grave. He also left with us this wonderful treasure trove of tools, of, of things that we get to use, of things that we get to enjoy. And He said we will have peace that the world doesn't understand. We will have joy and peace. We will have rivalry. We'll, we'll have fun. We'll have a, a great time doing it. We'll help each other and lift each other up. You know, Veronica and I many times have been in pretty desperate situations, and we have found a way to just let God take those burdens, to allow Him to be the Lord that He wants to be, to show off great and mighty, and we just sit back and laugh. I, I know in so many services, I have just watched people receive that were so burdened that the enemy had beaten down so badly, but to watch them shed those shackles and those chains and those dreaded diseases, those things the enemy had, had was trying to choke out their joy and their laughter with, I stand back and watch the countenance on their faces change, and I laugh. I laugh because it is the victory of what God is doing. I rejoice with them. I know they're going through it, but I'm rejoicing because I'm seeing it before my eyes, what God is doing in their lives. And God wants to do that in your life today. I don't know, I don't know where you are. I don't know, maybe you have a child who is struggling now. But we do know a Lord who says that He will do all things. If you will ask Him, He will cast that into the sea, that He will move that mountain. And we've seen mountains moved. We're not here to tell you a bunch of things that we just think will make you feel good. We're telling you the truth of God's Word, that God heals, delivers, restores. He's never left that business. I don't care what anyone has ever told you. We see it all the time. And God wants to do that in your life because He can, because He loves you that much. It's not, it's not a real complex thing to try to put this equation on the board. Jesus is love. 
And He loves you enough that He gave His life that you could have eternal life and you could have all these promises while you're here on earth. That's what this is all about. Yes, there are wicked people who, who just try to find ways to make your life miserable, who plot, who, who are looking forward to seeing your demise. But as Veronica said, God laughs in the face of that. And we need to learn to laugh in the face of it as well because we have that assurance. We have that promise. You know, Veronica, I don't know what better guarantee. I mean, we can't go and get this warranty that's any better than eternity. It's pretty doggone good. It really is. <laughs> and it's sealed with His blood. Yes. It's written in His blood. And as you were talking about the, the plot of the enemy, there is a plot of the enemy. And Psalms 37, 12, and 13 tells us that. It says, the wicked plot against the godly. We see that every day. Yes. The enemy plots against us to destroy us. The Bible tells us in John 10, 10 that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to destroy each and every one of us. But they, they set a snare and they snarl at them in defiance. So the enemy snarls. He sets a snare. But the Lord just laughs. This is when I said, God, God, you are laughing because he sees the end. He sees what's going to happen for he sees the day of judgment is coming. He just sits back and says, I see all of these things transpiring, but in the end, we've read the end of the book. We understand what happens, that we have total victory. He laughs at he the futility at it. of the yes. enemy who doesn't get it. He doesn't get it, <laughs> but he knows that he has the victory. Yes. Therefore, we have the victory. God gave me a new revelation that morning when I was praying for that baby. I mean, I was just, I was stirred. You know, it troubled my spirit because I'm a mother and I love this family and I know this baby lying limp in an ambulance. And then I hear this laughter. This was the laughter of God. He saw the wicked plot against this child. He saw the snare. He saw the snarling of the enemy. But he sat back and he laughed because he said, I'm the one who has the final authority. Why? Because I have the keys of hell and death. It also tells us in Revelation in 1 and 10, or 1 and 17, and he was telling this to John. He said, do not be afraid. I am the first. I am the last. I am he who lives, who was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. He said, you don't have to be afraid because I have the keys of hell and death. I have total victory. Buddy, we don't have to be afraid when we receive those phone calls or when we get those doctor's reports or when the finances are low. We've been in all of those situations. We've been there, but then we know that Jesus is there to say, I am the one victorious. I'm the one who set captivity captive. I'm the one who has the victory. Now rejoice in that because I'm rejoicing. He has the keys of hell and death. He had total victory that day when he rose the third day 
from that grave, we have that same power that lives and dwells on the inside of us. So we need to use that power. We need to use it in a way, if it's laughter, if it's declaring, if it's speaking. But that day for me, when I began laughing, I knew that I had total victory because Jesus said, I've got total victory. He gave me a new revelation of what happened when he went into the very pit of hell to lead captivity captive. He came up out of there rejoicing. That's what we need to do. We rejoice even when we feel that we're going through our very own hell. When we rejoice, that's our key to victory. And buddy, Jesus was telling us that. And it really just illuminated to me that day, I haven't been the same. And I don't think baby Hadley's been the same either. (laughs) You know, when you get a reassurance like that, you know that God is going to make something wonderful happen. You know, I've, I've watched people receive those beautiful gifts. I've watched them look to the heavens and stretch their hands, finally get it because it's theirs. It's theirs to receive. It's theirs to rejoice in. Even before you see it, what does faith tell us? A faith is the substance of things hoped Hope for, the evidence of things not seen. So we've got to believe in these things and hang on to them. We have that assurance. All we're doing today is reassuring you that you have that assurance. We're just reminding you that Jesus paid that price, that he went and, and took those keys so that we could know each and every day when we open our eyes that, yeah, we may face a battle. Yeah, it may get a little tough or it maybe it won't. Maybe it's just going to be a glorious day and we get to laugh the whole day long because we see the futility of the enemy who thinks they've got a hope and a prayer and they don't. They have the assurance of destruction. They have the assurance of hellfire and damnation. That is what they're assured of and they know it. So believe me, they're going to fight you tooth and nail. They are not going to let up. They're going to be relentless. But we can laugh in the face of these calamities, of these things they try to bring against us personally, against our families, against our nations. We take it serious, but we pray about it. We believe, we have, we just say, look, we know, God, that you're going to turn this in to something good for, for your good, our good, and for your glory, for our good and for your glory. That's what we have to do. We give God the glory before we see the victory. We give God the glory for what's going to happen, what's going to be, what can be, what we know He wants to be. He said, above all things, He wants us to prosper and be in health. Above all things, you should prosper and be in health. I should prosper and be in health. And when we're not, then we're calling down those strongholds because we can. We have the authority to laugh in the face of what looks like imminent defeat by just saying, God, I put this trust and faith in you. And it's just like with Jesus. Man, it looked like it was all over. He was hanging on that cross. There was no more breath left in him. But I'm telling you, beneath the surface of the earth in the spiritual realm, hell was really happening. And there was a war going on. 
that is still rattling heaven today and rattling hell today because we now know that Jesus took that victory for us, for you. And as Veronica said, we don't know the battles you're fighting. We, we don't have a clue how severe they are. You may be sitting on, on the edge of the bed and your loved one looks like they're going to go on to be in eternity. But you know what the Bible tells us when we're in those moments? To rejoice, to be thankful, to rejoice in those things, to cry when they're born and rejoice when they go on to be in heaven. But we don't have to accept that defeat. We pray up until the Lord calls us home. We believe until the Lord calls us home what He wants in our life. We don't know the timing. We don't know the work we have to do. I know when we were going through the brain tumor with Veronica, I remember little Bridget giving her heart to the Lord there in that ICU room with us and taking communion with us. I remember people's lives who were touched over my being healed of cancer. I know that we have been able to help people who have gone through COVID because we both went through COVID and we prayed through it, believed through it, had people believing with us. We bring them in and today we want to bring this assurance into your situation, whatever that is. Maybe you're desperate for a job, you're struggling financially. Maybe it is your health, maybe it's your children. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're struggling with alcohol, with drugs, with some type of, of, of force that we can't, you don't even want to talk about, that is just so ugly. But I'm going to tell you, I don't care how ugly this thing is, that God doesn't care. He will clean you up. He will forgive you. He will allow you to have this laughter and joy and blue skies in your life again. That's what He wants for you. Above all things, He said, He wants you and me to have this assurance. Yes, and we have the assurance yes. that we have all power and all authority over every tactic yes. of the enemy. Amen. One of the scriptures that I go to almost daily, and Buddy, you know this, is Luke 10, 18 and 19 when Jesus was talking to His disciples. And Jesus told them, I saw Satan falling like lightning from heaven. And behold, I give you all, all authority yes. to trample on serpents and scorpions. That's demonic spiritual realms. That's demonic activity. Those are demons that are plotting against you to take you out. But he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Why? Because when Jesus Christ died upon that cross, that blood gave us all power and all authority. And now Satan has no power and authority, only what we give him. He said, I have given this to you to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all, somebody needs to say all, all of the power of the enemy. Nothing can come against us today because Jesus has given us this power and this authority. And he says, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. We need to take this. We need to understand and walk in the authority, our God-given authority Amen. that he has given us, that he paid a price for. Now, the enemy may have power, but we trump that with authority. And we say, by the authority 
of Jesus Christ, you have to bow. By the authority of Jesus Christ, cancer has to bow. COVID has to bow. Arthritis has to bow. Heart disease and stroke has to bow because we have the authority. And when those things have come into our lives and to our family, I remind God, I say, God, you honor your word. Yes. You have given us authority over all of this. When your children seem like they are straying far away, you bring them in and you say, God, you have given me the authority to speak over my children, over my heritage, to bring them back and cover them by the blood of Jesus. Start declaring that today. Don't allow the enemy to steal one more thing from you. He doesn't have the right. He doesn't have the authority. Your finances, he doesn't have the authority to steal your finances. You stand up and you say, Jesus gave me the authority and now I can reign and rule with him because Jesus rules and reigns. The Bible tells us in Ephesians that we sit with him in heavenly places. Well, we sit there and we sit there in a place of authority. I'm not under the enemy's feet. He's under my feet today. He's under your feet today. We're going to take this time and we're going to pray with you yes. because we understand that you're going through some things like we've gone through some things. Now you take your God-given authority. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come to you in your word. You said that you've given us all power and all authority. Now we're taking that power and we're taking that authority over every situation in our lives. Every sickness has to bow now by the authority of Jesus Christ. Every depression has to bow. Every oppression has to bow now in Jesus' name. Spirit of mental illness will go now by the authority of Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, that you have given us your word. We're standing on your word. Thank you for the authority, God. Thank you for giving us the keys of hell and death that we can even speak to the spirit of premature death as we did to Hadley and that she lived and the doctors have no explanation of what happened. Why? Because it was a plot of the enemy that we thwarted. We thwart every plot of the enemy that is coming against you right now, that's bombarding your mind right now, it has to bow because with the authority of Jesus Christ, it bows in the mighty name of Jesus. We're declaring yes. miracles over you. We're declaring restoration over you. And we're declaring that you're going to laugh and you're going to laugh in the, in the face of the enemy, ha-ha, when he comes to us with those plots to destroy us, that we can say, no, it stops here by the authority of Jesus Christ. Well, we count it an honor and a blessing to come into your home each and every week with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Until we see you again this time next week, remember, God uh, is always faithful. faithful. Hello everyone, Veronica and I would like to thank you so much for partnering with Dove Song Ministries through these many years. We appreciate your support, your love. We look forward each week to coming and being a part of your life in your homes, bringing you God's Word. We are so humbled to receive your praise reports of salvation, of healing and restoration. 
we are excited to take this gospel across the world. We know this next season is bringing great harvest for His glory. Thank you. And remember, the best is yet to come. We hope this program has enlightened and enriched your life. This ministry is made possible by the grace of God and your generous financial support. If you would like to partner with our ministry to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, write, call, or visit our website at www.buddyandveronica.com. We look forward to visiting with you again soon.